0: We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of
1: Christ. W.A. TV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television.
2: Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism
0: and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com.
2: And yeah. Oh, The Lord was showing me that
0: Carolyn is actually going on a very special mission uh, to
2: be God's ears and eyes. And while she's
1: there, she's going to be listening and watching and dispatching angels on His behalf. This is not a light assignment. This is—he, she is going as walking in with with God. So I don't know exactly
0: everything you're going to see. I don't know exactly everything you're going to hear, but it's not
2: just Carolyn going. Right. So it's, it's, it's a very important sign. I feel the burden, I think. You know, God will give us a burden. The prophets of all have had the burden of the Lord. I feel the burden of it. Of course, you know, last time I would any situation I didn't know I was going it, to be going into, and God really moved my life. So uh, I covet your prayers. We covet your prayers. Um, so for, for strength to keep up this pace that we're going to be on, plus mm-hmm. the fact that when we pray for you, we're going to be a part of this, yes. and it's going to be accounted for us. So yes. it's very important for us to be there in spirit with you to uphold you. Heavy burden. Mm-hmm. Just the fact Tuesday that our, our our dears that set up our reservations set us up for a seven forty five a.m. flight. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you're not coming back to Saturday, though. Yes, all. we're not coming back till Saturday because mm-hmm. it's Capitol Hill Prayer Group's twenty fifth anniversary, and I want to honor Sarah. We have been in relationship with Catholic and Prayer for probably 18 years. And um, it has to do with this church calling to pray for the nation and nations, which is our NC group. And we have been in that relationship for about 18 years. So I want to go and, and uh, honor her and let her know what, how much we appreciate the, that ministry. It's an incredible ministry. So, hallelujah, but we will also be going to the National Day of Prayer event as well as going into the White House with the uh, White House Press Corps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) JT, just (laughs) watch see what happened The last time, you know, it was on TV that night. I'm standing out there in front of the Supreme Court. And, And that whole situation was on TV that night, so. Hallelujah, we just go as we're sent, But today, from anointing to glory to glory, hallelujah, I love preaching on the glory. I will preach on the glory every service. But the anointing is the manifest power of God that sets us apart. The Lord comes and he each one of you in here are anointed going to talk about how that anointing may change over the years and how God uses us for assignment. The word anoint means to dedicate to the service of God. Someone was posting about the tithe on uh, the internet. Well, once God sets you aside, totally sets you aside, you become the Mm tithe. You, your whole being becomes the tithe. All your resources, all, everything. You become it. And um, that's part of the anointing. Um, Chris Harvey defined it as the favor to go, the grace to do, power to be, and the strength to continue. So you can see why I'm preaching to myself today. <laughs>
0: the
2: anointing is a divine enablement helps us to accomplish God's supernatural purposes here on earth. It doesn't come out of your intellect. We're to study to show ourselves approved by God. And if we don't study, um, we're not going to have the anointing that we should have, but it won't come out of your mind. It won't come out of your soul. It's going to come out of the supernatural spirit of God. Mm-hmm. The anointing comes from God. He re- I, I can pray on you to release the anointing, but the anointing's not coming from me. Amen. You can't pull it out of me. You can't have mine. <laughs> but he can release, the Spirit of God can release through both you and I, His anointing to those that are around us. Uh, he releases it to men and women so that we might accomplish things through his divine ability, allowing us to do things we cannot do in our own natural strength. Mm-hmm. I am not standing before you look, as, as, a, as a soon-to-be 79-year-old woman in my own strength, and you know it.
0: Amen.
2: Who would that? any idea of what I think I could do, I stand before you in the strength. 1 Corinthians 4, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. The church needs more power these days. And when I got that word called, we were worshiping that there's fresh fire and fresh oil coming with it. It's going to come more power. The only way this power works is if we're willing to let go of our own natural power, our control, and cooperate with the power of the Holy Spirit. We were joking this morning, I went with Sandra and Joanne and I told them that I used to be very proper growing up. I forget how I got into that conversation, but I said growing up I was very proper. Everything I did was to be proper because I was a people pleaser. And when God took a hold of God to me, he just made a complete fool out of me. There was nothing proper about what yeah. I mean I mean, I was loud, and I was bold, and I was dancing, mm-hmm. and I was shouting, and I was, you know, according to where I came from, I was making a complete fool out of myself. <laughs> That's because the Holy Ghost got a hold of me. Yeah. Um, it is in this place of submission That the raw revelation of God is seen clearly as he demonstrates his supernatural ability through our lives. You see, as long as I'm in charge, he's not. The anointing releases the gifts of the Spirit to function freely. It doesn't come out of my understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. And it doesn't come out of my head knowledge. It comes from the Spirit from the. A supernatural gift. Yes. Yes. My testimony, is, and y'all have heard my testimonies many times, but it goes with my sermon today, is the visitation of the anointing on my life turned me into a different person. <clears throat> One time, uh, Roger told me I was going to become a different person. Well, that's scriptural. You know that. 1 Samuel 10, 6. The of the Lord will come upon you, and you shall prophesy with them, and you shall be turned into another man." Mm-hmm. I became another woman. You better believe it. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. My family went into shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and all of them. I can tell you. I, was, I don't know what to tell you. Before this other woman showed up, I was shy. Fearful. I preferred to stay in the shadows because I had experienced so much jealousy in my life and I grew up under criticism. Hmm. I think they thought if they criticized me then that would make me want to be better since I was a little people pleaser. So if I thought, well, I just stay in the shadows. No one will notice me when I'm doing wrong and no one will criticize me And no one will have a reason to be jealous of me. So I had to overcome the hurt of the idol of jealousy in the holy place. It's equal to 8, 3 through 5. The reason it's there is because once you begin to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit in the holy place, and once the Spirit of God begins to move in through you with power, then jealousy is going to come against you. People will say, well, why does that person have it and not me? Well, God gave you something else, do it. That's right. You do what God has given you. Amen. And I, have, I was not jealous of others. God always had that grace on me because mm-hmm. I knew how painful jealousy was when people are jealous of it. It's me. Jealousy is me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought preferring others would spare me the cruelty and jealousy and covetousness. I gave you whatever I had. If you wanted something I had. I can't tell you how many prayer groups and Bible studies I gave away. I'm telling you, I did, J.P. I'd start a prayer group, and somebody'd come in and want to know, well, sure, go ahead. That was easy. Take it. I started a Bible study. That was easy. Take it. And then the call came to start a church. And Roger Tillman came, and he told me, he said, Carol, I know. God says, don't you give this away. I
0: knew
2: exactly what he was talking about it wasn't easy anymore. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. I'm telling you. I didn't got anything I hate except my husband and my children. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody seemed to want my children because they were the people. But Satan used this distortion mm-hmm. of what I thought to steal my blessings from me. Mm-hmm. Don't give away what God has given you. That's right. Okay. I'm talking about the blessings that God has given you. We share everything we have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But if somebody, because someone covets something that you have, you don't give it away.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The anointing of God is able to change our personality. Our behavior,
0: mm-hmm.
2: our attitudes, and giftedness. I, I became another person. I became bold.
0: Yeah.
2: I was able to stand in who God said I was. Yes. God says, "I called you the pastor." Okay, you try standing in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a woman, and yeah. in, cult- in the culture that I came out of. And, and your families looking gonna think that you lost your mind or put you in a mental hospital. They did, they were to put me in a the mental hospital. They had a little meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did, they had a little family get-together. Or put me in mental hospital because I was going into wow. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was no longer afraid. My face became as flint, and I was no longer a victim. And I was no longer a doormat. And I became victorious.
0: Yeah.
2: They go from strength to strength till so each appears before God in Zion. I said we go from strength to strength. Next week I'm going to have to have more strength. We're going to have to have more strength for what God is sending us into. And just as there are three realms of the spirit, there are three dimensions of the anointing. I have a teaching. Of the Lord spoke to me, and me, Carolyn, there are three levels of my wisdom. I did a teaching on it, studying it out the best I could to find out what those three levels are. I don't know if I've ever got it defined or not. But the three levels of the anointing in the Old Testament are the anointing of the priests, the anointing of prophets, and the anointing of kings. We hear a lot about the kingly anointing it is God who sets kings in places and it's God who can still control the mind of kings. You may pray for your president, that the Lord will speak to him in dreams and visions and surround him with perfect Christian laborers who will speak to him and tell him what God's will is. Yes. Yes. Amen. The anointing prepares us to take up our position and this is key to our calling, or our job and the kingdom as it may be. And it also activates the mantle over our life and makes us effective. Our, we know for a fact, because we're humans and we've seen the pressure on the President of the United States, there is no man, way that any man or woman could stand up under this kind of pressure if it was that were not being uh, energized by the Spirit of God. It's not possible. That's right. Amen. Spiritually speaking, the anointing is associated with the hand of Jesus. Chira, the car, got that. 1 Corinthians 12, 5. Representing the fivefold ministry of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. A lot of talking going on. I, I entered into a conversation. Uh, this apostle asked if... Um, you could be an apostle and not start a church.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we had, you know, we had a lot of people wandering around out there with the apostle name, That's right. and they hadn't started anything. No. Mm-hmm. And, I, <laughs> and I, I wrote in there, I said there are apostles of faith, apostles to the Gentiles, apostles to the nations, but if you are an apostle, or if you are a prophet, the overflow of the anointing in your life will start a church. It just will. because It's not you, it's the anointing. Right, huh? It will do what it was sent to do. That's
0: right.
2: Amen. Yes, you're a sent one, but you are sent right. to preach the gospel mm-hmm. and to bring forth the gospel kingdom church. Of Jesus Christ. Amen. So whatever anointing you have in you, it, it's not to make you famous.
0: <laughs>
2: it is to, and the overflow of Jesus Christ in you will build his church. Amen. Now I don't know why they can't figure that out but the anointing isn't just about the 5 ministry. In its pure flow, the anointing brings a grace to carry out the specific will of God in your life. The hand of the Spirit, and that is the pneuma, P-E-U-M-A, 1 Corinthians 12, 4, anoints and women with the gifts of the Spirit. For the diversities of operations, that it is the same God And that is Theos, which works all in all. And Theos is Father God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. It is the Trinity. Amen? Amen. You are anointed to do your job. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're doing for secular work, you are a Christian. You have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. God has set the path of your life. He has put you on the path that you're on. You are anointed to do the job that you do. You are anointed as a student to succeed with your studies. I stopped right here when I was working on this last night. I prayed for my grandchildren. I prayed for your grandchildren. Amen. I prayed for all the children of the church. You are anointed to succeed with your studies. You can be anointed to be a better spouse. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You have to cooperate with God and God's plan. Amen. God has a plan for marriage. Mm -hmm. You cooperate with God's plan, not yours. Amen. You can be anointed as a business person to prosper in every good. You can be anointed as a parent to raise your children in the ways of the Lord with the wisdom of heaven. Amen. You are anointed to do what the Spirit has ordained for you. I'm not going. Who am I going? I'm not going to Washington DC under anything I've got. Well, last time I went, Lord showed up and, and and I stuff I didn't even know before left. I expect the same thing to if you have a call to the nations, you are anointed to be sent. Wherever God sends you, you go. I, I tell the Lord, we talk about this. Lord, you call me to preach, do it. Uh, Grace is what helped me get my mother through and established. And grace is what has kept the church going. Grace has kept me going. Grace is keeping you going. Grace is keeping your marriage together. Grace is raising your children. How can people do without this grace? And and you're going to always need that grace. You're not going to get 80 years old and not need more grace for the next stage of your life. We will not get to the place and the glory of God unless we push through the anointing. I said we will not get to the place of being in the glory of God until we push through the anointing. Let me show you. The anointing is poured out, smeared on, rubbed in. That's not a new message. I've preached that before in this church. Uh, It's been a few years, so we need a refresher course. Joel Joel 2.28. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And this happened at Pentecost. It was a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The second expression of the anointing mentioned in scripture means to smear over. It's the Holy Spirit covering us with his anointing. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Okay, you have an opportunity, especially on Facebook. You have an opportunity wherever you are. You can be a cranky Christian. (laughs) Are <laughs> you can be a sweet aroma of Christ among those who are being saved
0: Amen,
2: amen. you can be judgmental you can be preachy you can let them know how smart you are how much Bible you know how much they ought to get straightened out or you can become the pleasing aroma of Christ amen. among those who are being saved That's what the anointing is smeared on. It's when you become a pleasing, when you're no longer a problem.
1: You're part of the solution.
2: You're not part of the problem. There's no troublemaking left in you. There's no, no, it's fun to cause trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Some people just enjoy having fun causing trouble because it creates trauma. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We know those people. Yeah. But once you allow the anointing to be smeared on you, where you have this anointing soaking all over you, all that garbage goes away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have become a pleasing aroma of Christ first two dimensions deal with the anointing of honest, but the third dimension deals with the anointing within us. Ministries can operate in the gifts with great supernatural power and still fall into moral sin. That's good, man. That's good. We see it all the time. Because they have not submitted themselves to the third dimension of the anointing. When we submit ourselves completely to the work of God's Spirit, we must become marinated by the anointing. That's right. <clears throat> Many are anointed by God but cannot support the weight of the anointing. I tell you all the time, if you're going to walk in the glory consistently, you have to be able to carry the weight of the glory because the weight of the glory will require a lot out of you. The weight of the glory will require sacrifice. Yes. Oh, it's great, it? but there will be a sacrifice of your flesh daily. Good Lord. Good Lord. Some people want to skip this process. In <laughs> <laughs> my story, I was preaching on, on going to the cross, and this woman told me she wasn't going to listen to that message because she wasn't going to cross anymore. And she'd already been. <laughs> we got to carry our cross. We must let the anointing work within us. The anointing comes to do a job. And one of its assignments is marinating us in God's process of preparation. The marinating process is is painful to our flesh. marinating process is painful to our ambitions. The things that we're going to accomplish before we give over to the marinating process. What God does for us He does in levels. Measures. Degrees. Always moving us step by step. And if you were around when I was, when we received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we thought we had it all. (laughs) And guess what? It was only the beginning. There is a process in the things of spirit. But God can accelerate this process according to our submission. However long we spend in the wilderness. Forty years for the Israelites. uh, Forty days for Jesus. Four years for Paul. Okay. it's how long we're able how willing we are to submit to the process mm-hmm. yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we need the anointing upon and we need the anointing within uh, I believe with the word I got this morning I believe that there, we, I cried out to God for fresh we did a fresh pouring out of the spirit for the church does now for this next level that he's taking us into. Amen. I'm praying that in the next week that as I saw the Spirit this morning, but you've got to want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you are got to have to press in for it. It's now over 30 years since the Lord visited me and sent me into full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same person I was 30 years ago when he chose me. Many your called, you were chosen. He chose me 30 years ago. Called me when I was probably nine years old. I know sixteen. I'm not the same person I was when he called me into the ministry. Oh no! The daily breaking and sacrifices of serving the Lord in the office of pastor has made me a better person. I love better. I care better. I forgive quicker. I don't judge when people fail and fall. I don't judge where people are when they come in. I have an expectation of them that they should be farther along than they are. But when I was called 30 years ago, I didn't have all those graces working in my life. (laughs) I was the deep bad head that got knocked in the head. Sacrifices and paying the cost of obedience to God. God will cause you to do things just to make sure you're gonna obey Him, train you in the school of obedience. Yes. Wow. Faithfulness and the face of you can't see any fruit coming forward. Faithfulness when you see Christian, that you've poured into hours and hours and days and days and see them fall. You see, our faithfulness to God isn't dependent on what we see happening around us.
0: Amen.
2: Perseverance, forgiveness, refusing offense, forgiving rejection, long-suffering, all of this has to be burned on the sacrifice of fire. I'm talking about the anointing that is marinated inside of us. The anointing that comes out inside of us. So that when we we go through these things, it comes out as love, and peace, and joy. No anger. Uh No resentment. It on joy. <clears throat> I'm so filled with love and gratefulness, peace. I have no regrets and no offense toward any. This is the cost of allowing the anointing to be rubbed in. I oh, he's not through with
0: you.
2: Satan <laughs> still will try to uh, offend me. Yes. Have I failed? Yes, often. God will let me fail just to keep me humble. Have I had to cry out for grace and mercy? Yes, often. But in my own life, I can also cry out for each one of you. Because I want you to process. And whether you're willing to process the sacrifice and cost of carrying the fragrance of Christ. We keep the things of God to ourselves. They diminish and dissipate.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Whatever you give away on one river, you don't look for it to come back on that same river. It will come back on another river. Mm-hmm. True. Give away what God has blessed you with so it can be a blessing to others. And this is the continual flow of God's blessing and anointing. How can I charge for what God has given me? Oh, big amen. Amen. How can I charge for what God has given me? That's right. Say that again. That's That's right. that Say it again. And there are people that have told me if you don't charge people, they will not value your worth. No. Huh. Jesus didn't charge me. Amen. amen. We use the realms of faith and the realms of the anointing to bring us into the realms of glory. Faith, anointing, glory. The anointing enables us to swim in the river of God. Prophetically speaking, when that river flows, we are enabled to do supernatural works. I've shared this vision with you before, but I'll do it again. Years ago, I don't have the date written down, I'll read do somewhere. I had a vision that I was in this golden river. It was a flowing golden river. And I was immersed in the river probably up to here, but I was holding on to a twig at the riverbank, Holding tight to that twig. Not totally letting go swim freely in the river. the end of the vision. Well, you know, I figured that out pretty quick. So I didn't know what I was holding on to. So I prayed for the Lord to help me let go or show me what the twig represented. Right now I can't tell you what it was at that time because it's a long time ago. And then I saw myself bobbing down the river. Now, bobbing is not swimming.
0: (laughs) But at least I let go of whatever it was
2: I was holding on to. I was 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 a progressive thing. (laughs) We swim in that river doing the best we can. Empowered by the Holy Spirit's anointing. It seems to me many times I'm just doing the best I can in what the Lord has given me to do. We just get up every day and do the best we can every day. Yes, yes. amen. Okay. And even all the mistakes that we make in our life, and I can promise you, if you look back and start counting them, it would, if we if do. You wouldn't want to do that because they're all under the blood anyway. But all the mistakes that we make in our lives get washed away because love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. amen. So if in my heart every day I desire to please Jesus Mm -hmm. and I was moving in love that love not only covers your sin it covers mine and my failures. Now that's a revelation. Love that covers a multitude of sins not only covers your sin, but that same love covers mine. when I turned loose. are in the rest everything comes with praise remember how I was telling you whatever you're anointed to do the spirit of God is going to do it through you we don't have to sweat but He said the anointing that we carry is going to do it through us for whatever it is he's sending us there to do I don't have to sweat over a sermon. Yeah, I study myself to show myself approved. But the anointing that is in me, when he placed me as a pastor, will do its own work Amen. to those to whom he sins. If you're not sin here, you know, you're not gonna hear anything I have anything that the Spirit says.
0: That all, Amen.
2: Amen. We flow in the glory whereas we had to press into the anointing or perhaps better said we were pressed by the anointing. Push. Yeah. Anybody ever been pressed? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we go from glory to glory and from faith to faith. We all with open faith beholding as in a glass glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Faith says God is present. The anointing says God rewards and the glory says I am. What is the glory? God is the glory. The glory is God. The glory is God's manifest presence, his character, his nature, his ability, his provision, and the weight and splendor of his majesty. It's the essence of his beauty. The glory is all that he is and all that he has. And everything about God is glorious. And he wants us to know him and the fullness of his glory. Because he is. the God of glory. And through the blood of Jesus Christ. He has given his church. The gift to enjoy the glory of God on earth. In the glory there is increase, abundance, healing, there is life forevermore, holiness, provision, prosperity, and deliverance. And no longer is it your ambition that you're taking to God and asking him to fulfill But his desire comes in you, and he performs his desire in you, which is so much more awesome than anything you could hope or think in your ambition. Yes, Amen. Because what God will make out of you is so much more glorious than you could ever think of in your mind. Amen. Amen. When the glory cloud appears, discord, disunity, problems, and difficulties have to go. Mm-hmm. We want to keep the sinner the in the church, but we want the sin to go. Amen. Don't run the sinner off. Amen. Keep Amen. the sinner, but, but the glory will make the sin go away. We yes. just hope the sinner doesn't leave with the sin. Amen. That happens. Invite God to fill your temple with the smoke of his presence. It's a cloud of abundance. Release to your family, friends, co-workers, church, hospitals, grocery store, wherever you are. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet. And with two they were flying. They were calling to one another, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord Almighty. We sang that song this morning. The whole world is full of his glory. You cannot look out here and not know that there is a God. At the sound of their voices, the doorpost and threshold shook and the temple was filled with smoke. God, come and shake the doorpost and the threshold. God, fill us with the cloud of your presence. We've had the cloud of this service more than one time just recently there was a huge cloud in his presence the spirit always calls us to come up higher his voice will always say come up higher yes. Jesus is calling us to come up higher he wants to show us wonderful things, he wants to reveal his glory to us and through us to the world mm. we don't have to earn it I have to earn it. He just says, come up here with me and spend time with me. Let me show you my glory. Amen. We have the Spirit's invitation. There are no limits. There are no boundaries. Distance is not a factor. Age is not a factor. Past performance is not a factor. Our failures are not a factor. Get out of your own mind and into the mind of the Spirit. Come up higher where the sea is as clear as crystal. And heavenly sounds crash like thunder. Hear the voice like many waters coming from the great I am. Hear the angels. They talk. They sing. They interact with us. The elders and the creatures. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Blessing and honor and glory and power unto him there are no limits, open your spiritual ears to hear. We're doing this on Sunday evening. The gifts are operating, the gifts always operate these days. Mm-hmm. Always in operation. But we're doing it, there's something, there's another dimension that we're going to on Sunday nights. That you have a cognizance, and awareness, A sensitivity to the spiritual activity that goes on around you every day. -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have been on this a year and a half. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We have to perfect this because you're going to be challenged with it. They're going to call you spooky spiritual. (laughs) They're going to say that you can't talk to angels because you might be talking to uh, a fallen angel. (laughs) Well, a fallen angel is not going to magnify Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. A fallen angel is not going to speak the word of God to you. Mm-hmm. And a fallen angel will not respond to the word of God.
0: Amen.
2: Y'all can figure this out. Mm-hmm. God has raised up a spiritually discerning people mm-hmm. who can discern this and figure this out. So that there can come forth a mighty army from the earth who will cooperate with the host of heaven and that we will get this in time work done like we're supposed to get it done.
1: Amen. And I believe this is the church
0: yes. that can get it done. Yes. We have a pastor, I know that. Mm. Yes.
2: Right. Lord Jesus. Clouds bring rain, and let that rain saturate your spirit. Rain births a harvest, so get ready to reap. Go ahead, thrust your sickle into the great harvest from this cloud. Stand in agreement with the saints of all ages, with the angelic beings, and with the elders on high. Lend your voice to the sound of praise for the creator of all things. Eternity bows. He will reign forever, and we are already reigning with him. We just haven't got it through our thick skulls that we're supposed to be reigning with him, that we're already walking in eternal things. We're already walking in the glory of God. We're already walking in eternity, and he is bringing forth a people who will apprehend that and release it upon the face of the earth. Yeah, so I went running to meet the clouds but, and only a few people followed me and I saw the clouds coming and the clouds landed and they were all around us and the clouds were saints and the Bible says that's what the Bible says the clouds were saints who had gone on before us some I recognized that and Some one one was evangelist and I looked at them, and I said, where is Jesus? Because I knew Jesus was in the midst of them. And they said, he's coming toward you. And I looked up, and he was as far as from here to Ursula. And there was an explosion of light. A total explosion of light. And then he began to tell me, here, there's people that's not going atmosphere of heaven. You are in him and he is in you. Stand in his glory. He fills the temple. Feel the flood of grace and mercy and compassion coming to you even now through the cloud. Lay hold of the divine wisdom and illumination that comes to you now in the cloud of God's glory. And as our spirit rises, allow the constraints of the flesh and all we're holding on to to fall away. Be set free from the remaining shackles. And in the glory realm, there are no impossibilities. And in this realm, there is nothing too difficult. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Amen.